Earlier this year in New York City, Sargon of Akkad held an event where he claimed that men are the oppressed minority. He noted how at universities, men are actually the minority. And if that's true, there shouldn't be programs benefiting women. There should, in fact, be programs benefiting men. And it seemed like the presentation was meant to be in jest. He was making a legitimate point that if you're going to advocate for these social justice policies to help marginalized communities, well, if men are a minority, then you should be helping them, right? It did seem a bit facetious. However, he made a real point and he was right because now we're seeing two universities in the UK actually create recruitment drives for white men. The, the social justice policies that have been pushed by the left for diversity are actually now being used to bring on white men. So today, let's take a look at these stories, understand why there is this disparity at universities between men and women. Why is it that men aren't going to college and is college even really worth it? But before we get started, let me give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Virtual Shield. Virtual Shield is a virtual private network service. What this means is they help keep your information safe while you browse the web because, yes, there are people who want to steal that information, and this is a simple layer of defense. If you go to hidewithtim.com right now, you can get an exclusive deal for just $3.24 per month. They'll start you off with a 30-day free trial, so for those that are interested in some simple privacy, go to hidewithtim.com, and the link will be in the description below. From The Telegraph. Universities launch drive to recruit more white males as low numbers give them minority group status. Universities are setting targets to recruit more white male students after low numbers mean they are now classified as a minority group. Essex and Aston universities have become Britain's first non-elite institutions to write the target into their official recruitment plans, putting white males on par with black students and women engineers. White British students are in a minority at roughly 1 in 10 institutions, according to the Higher Education Statistics Agency. Meanwhile, on certain courses such as pharmacy, business, and some science degrees, more than 7 in 10 students is from an ethnic minority. In 2016 to 17, 27 percent of the UK undergraduate intake were white males, down from 30 percent in 2007 to 2008. Oxford University has previously announced a drive to attract more of the group. Nick Hillman, director of the Higher Education Policy Institute, which has released a report on the plight of young men in education, told the Mail on Sunday, when putting together our report, we were shocked to find so few higher education institutions had these sorts of targets. The problem is so evident, and we've continued to go backwards. Some people oppose this whole agenda. We were told we were wrong to look at gender and should care only about class. A study led by King's College London said, we found that people were quite uncomfortable with the idea of running a targeted activity with this group in a way that we've not encountered. For example, targeting young black African men. We had quite a lot of people saying, this isn't going to be a white only event, is it? Essex and Aston's initiatives follows a warning by the Office for Students, which regulates universities in September that institutions could be punished unless they give a higher proportion of top degrees to black students. The body plans to set a series of national targets to apply to all universities. And they made reference to this story, Oxford University to launch summer school aimed at white working class boys. This is actually from March of last year. They say bright pupils from deprived neighborhoods and poor performing state schools are encouraged to apply for the scheme. Absolutely fascinating. And I'm actually shocked to find they're actually adhering to this kind of policy. If the policy is to bring on minority groups who aren't enrolling at the numbers you would expect, then you need specific recruitment drives for them. So typically, 
When it comes to social justice issues, you expect people to say, yeah, but white, white men don't need it. But here are two universities, technically three with Oxford saying, no, we do need to increase the amount of white males. It's also not surprising to see that people on the left are shocked and angry that they are going to try to recruit more white males. But the issue is, is clear. Now, I don't think it's necessarily about being white, but it is a fact that young men are not enrolling in college and people have been asking why for a long time. If that's true, and it is, are colleges going to start implementing programs to bring on more white men? And if they do, or if people start considering that women are the majority, will they start removing programs targeting women because they are the majority group with all of the power? The Atlantic ran a story in August of 2017 titled, Why Men Are the New College Minority. Males are enrolling in higher education at alarmingly low rates, and some colleges are working hard to reverse the trend. It would seem that colleges have been trying to benefit men for quite some time, well before Sargon actually gave his his presentation in New York City. The story from The Atlantic was last August, last year August, and now we're seeing once again recruitment drives targeting white males. So even though Sargon may have been kind of joking about benefits for men because they're a minority, This actually has been going on for at least a little while. The Atlantic says, where men once went to college in proportions far higher than women, 58% to 42% as recently as the 1970s, the ratio has now almost exactly reversed. This fall, women will comprise more than 56% of students on campuses nationwide, according to the U.S. Department of Education. Some 2.2 million fewer than women will be enrolled in college this year. And the trend shows no sign of abating. By 2026, the department estimates 57% of college students will be women. The new minority on campus, men. They say, though advocates complain that few in higher education are doing enough to keep those men who do get there from leaving, there's consensus that men's reluctance to enroll in the first place isn't necessarily the college's fault. The problem has its origins as early as primary school, only to be fueled later on by economic forces that discourage men from believing a degree is worth the time and money. It's funny that it's the colleges that are finally seeing this issue and trying to resolve it, said Patrick Maloney, the president of the Nativity School, a Jesuit Catholic middle school in the central Massachusetts city of Worcester that tries to aim low-income boys toward college. That's because by the time the students reach college age, Maloney said, it's way too late. You've already lost them. Maybe admissions officers should be going into middle schools and start talking to fifth graders about the benefits of college education, or even earlier than that. The anti-school, anti-education sentiment in boys has roots in kindergarten when they're slower to learn to read than girls, said Jim Shelley, the manager of the Men's Resource Center at Lakeland Community College in Ohio. Girls at the primary and secondary levels worldwide far outperform boys in reading, according to the Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development. That disparity continues until by eighth or ninth grade, boys have lost interest, Shelley said. Many boys beyond that point perceive little benefit to college, especially considering its cost, said Gerlando Jackson, the director and chief research scientist at Wisconsin's Equity and Inclusion Laboratory at the University of Wisconsin-Medicine, who has written about this. To them, he said, it means a lot of sacrifice for a vague payoff far into the future. It's no secret that I never finished high school and I only briefly went to a community college for a couple months and then just stopped because I felt like it wasn't worth it. It wasn't doing anything for me. The story goes on to say that many young men don't see male role models who have succeeded with college. In fact, you can look at people like Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and many others who dropped out of college and became extremely wealthy. I certainly think it's a problem if young men don't want to go to college, but I'm not a fan of college. 
And I also want to point out that I don't think the diversity initiatives are necessarily the right thing to do because there are other reasons why young men don't want to go to college. There are other options. We can look at this website, The Simple Dollar. They talk about why trade schools might be better than college. They say there are advantages to trade schools. For one, the salaries are a little lower on average for someone who graduates from trade school compared to college. However, the price of education is way lower. The average trade school degree costs $33,000 compared to a $127,000 bachelor's degree, which means a savings of $94,000 plus Trade schools typically take two years, and a bachelor's degree takes four years. That amounts to an additional two years of income for the trade school graduate and substantially less in debt. But let's look at another issue, income versus risk. One really interesting study that came out this year showed that there is a gender earnings gap in the gig economy. And they're talking, for the most part, about Uber and Lyft. You would imagine that not having a boss would mean that women would not be discriminated against because you can't. When you get a driver, you get a driver. But the reality was they found a 7% gender earnings gap among Uber drivers. Why? No one can pay them less. The reality was women chose to work in different ways. They say, we completely explain this gap and show that it can be entirely attributed to three factors, experience on the platform, preferences over where to work, and preferences for driving speed. What they found was that men drive way faster And men are more willing to drive in dangerous areas. Safety was a small priority. What does this mean in the end? Guys are looking to get more bang for their buck, which means they're willing to drive a lot faster to cram in more rides and make more money. And it also meant they weren't as concerned with their safety. Although it was a small factor, safety played a role. Men are more willing to take risks if it means more money. So let's think about it. Why aren't men going to college? There are other options. They don't have to waste as much time in school. They don't have to go into debt as much. There are other jobs that pay equal to or better than without a college degree, but there's risk involved. And that risk to many men is absolutely worth it. Jordan Peterson tweeted this a couple days ago, dangerous jobs by the gender of the worker. And we can see that for the most dangerous jobs, the top 20, almost entirely male. There are a few notable mentions that aren't as high as most, like farmers and ranchers at 76% male and agricultural workers in general at 79% male. But for the most part, they're all almost 90 plus percent. In fact, fishing workers is 99.9% male. But there is a very high fatal injury rate per 100,000 workers. The average among all jobs is 53.2% male and only 3.4 fatal injuries per 100,000 workers. You can see that many of these jobs absolutely do not require a college degree. Some of them do for sure, don't get me wrong. But look at landscaping, construction work, cement and concrete manufacturing, taxi drivers, maintenance and repair. We can see that many of these, in fact, are trades. But obviously, with that risk comes a reward. If you have a high chance of being injured, then they have to increase the amount they're going to pay you. And the reality is, it seems like many women just don't want to do these jobs. Perhaps there is discrimination among many of these jobs because there are certain physical abilities that are required. Or perhaps it's that women are more focused on going to college and getting administrative jobs and office jobs. However, there is a downside to that. It's not going to be as simple as men are oppressed here. These universities don't look at the core reason why young men are not going to college. They just see the surface and think 
maybe we need to do something better to get more men in college. They don't take into consideration societal factors. They don't consider what young men like to do. And they don't consider that maybe young men are being more strategic and smarter about what they're doing. In fact, if trade school is cheaper, takes much less time to complete, and earns you a comparable salary with less debt, then perhaps there are a lot of young men who are weighing their options and saying, a trade sounds better. Perhaps there are a lot of men who are saying college isn't the path for me because I want to be an entrepreneur. Simply because there are less men in college doesn't mean that men are being failed as a gender. In fact, you could actually argue the inverse. If there are better reasons not to go to college and women are being encouraged to do so, society could actually be harming women. The point I'm trying to make is not that this is a good or bad thing, but that simply these initiative programs don't take into consideration what's actually going on beyond the surface beyond the superficial. Should they be introducing these recruitment programs? Well, by their own logic, yes, they should. But they should actually be considering why young men don't go to college. Because the assumption is most of these young men are sitting around playing video games all day and doing nothing. And while that's true for some men, and they probably do need help or need some kind of guidance, there are a lot of men who are simply taking trades. I don't know the actual gendered breakdown if men are more likely to go to a trade school than anywhere else. But it seems like, for the most part, men are willing to do riskier jobs. And that means they're going to get equal or more money with much less debt, even if they don't go to trade school. But aside from that, a lot of people, in my opinion, are going to school for liberal arts degrees that will never get them a job. So when we're hearing that young men aren't going to college, I'm actually not that concerned. If the issue is that many young people take out $120,000 in debt to get a degree that won't help them, around a third of all degrees aren't used then perhaps college isn't the right thing anyway. And once again, it looks like these programs don't understand the actual issues here. But let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. Do you think men are now the oppressed minority and need these social justice initiatives to bring up their numbers in colleges? Or do you think that men are just realizing their better paths and entrepreneurship and trades might be better for them? Or do you assume guys are just sitting around playing video games all day and being left behind? Comment below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. And I'll have more videos up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews, starting at 6 p.m. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all next time.